just as soon. Well, here we are. Miles Atkins, mayor with the town of Mooresville, and Megan Suber with the town, our director of communication and marketing. We're here at WSIC with our own show. What do you think about that? I, I can hardly believe it. I'm, our own show, the Hometown Hour. The Hometown Hour. How exciting. This is... Uh, Never been on the radio in terms of having our own show before, but uh, we're going to kick this thing off and uh, kind of, uh, we have the training wheels on, but we're going to take them off and see where we go from here. Absolutely. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, bear with us. This is our first show, so we are going to hopefully bring you some good information, have some um, good talk in this hour, and tell you a little bit more about our hometown and we hope it's your hometown too. Absolutely. You know, we want to thank Justin and Bill who are, are probably our first two listeners. So we're excited about that. And uh, thank you guys for getting this all set up and all the technology. It's quite a studio. I'm really impressed. It is. It is. Uh, we were joking before we went on air. There's a lot to look at. There's too many colors and lights and countdown clocks. So we're hoping we make all of our cues today. Yeah, well, we appreciate Bill keeping us on track. So, yeah, so Hometown Hour. Uh, we kind of kicked around the idea of uh, what do we want to really share with listeners and why why Hometown Hour for the Mooresville show? Absolutely. Tell me a little bit about your hometown, Mayor. Well, my uh, I'm originally from Tampa, Florida, sure. but uh, and then moved uh, to Mooresville, though, in 97. So, you know, we have a saying uh, that uh, we now um, like to share with people who because we have people that move to Mooresville from all over the country. And uh, we like to say, no matter where you're from, you're home now. Absolutely. And, uh, and a lot of people are calling Mooresville home. We have, whatever, 54,000 people we do. within the city limits and over 90,000 in the more, greater Mooresville community. You know, and I think it's really great because even though Mooresville is growing, it has been growing for years, and we will definitely continue to see that growth, it still retains that small hometown feel. So if you are looking for something a little bit bigger and that's what you can associate with a hometown, we've got some of that. But if you're also looking for the little main street with the quaint locally owned shops, we have that too. So there's really something for everyone in Mooresville. You know, I would agree with that, Megan. Uh, you know, we really pride ourselves on the thriving downtown that we have. And when people do come downtown, they really discover the heart and soul of the community. And uh, But there is something for everyone in Mooresville, whether you live in downtown or you're out by the lake or you're you're in the 28115 or the 28117 we take it all we claim it all you're all mooresville and we're happy to have that and you know having great two great school districts uh in the lake and the, uh, we are a, an employment center we're not just a suburb of charlotte we're an employment center absolutely and a destination um, not only do we have, um, correct me if I'm wrong, about 18,000 people coming into the Mooresville area every day for work. For work, yeah. And we have we have all these people coming in on the daily, but we also have people that are coming in on vacation as a destination to come to the lake to um, enjoy this great climate and atmosphere that we have. And while they're here, we've got awesome shows and events. We've got award-winning restaurants, if I may go so far. Absolutely. And we're just a hop, skip, and a jump from Charlotte area. Yeah, we really are. And we were doing an, um, kind of looking into about all the Airbnbs and, um, and what's going on with throughout, uh, Mooresville. And there's a lot of, a lot of places on the lake that people are coming to 
Uh, and this is, you know, when you get out on the lake, it's like being on vacation. It's something else. Oh, it really is. It really is. And if you're out, if you were out on the lake last week, if you're one of our listeners, local listeners, and you were out on the lake, you know how crazy the lake can get. There's a lot of people enjoying that that wonderful asset that we have that is a part of Mooresville. That's right. That's right. Well, Megan, uh, let's talk a little bit more about uh, what's happening with the town and uh, about this show. You know, what I'm excited about is, um, you know, I have a mayor's senior roundtable. Yeah. And a lot of times, you remember when we met with them, we meet on the uh, the, the last Monday of every month. Uh, Great group of it, folks. It's what, 1030, mm-hmm. 1030 to 1130. And... Um, they're a great group of folks, but one of the things that we had a conversation with them on is where do you get your news? And and uh, uh, a lot of them, they either either it's print or uh, on the internet. But a lot of them, I think, are going to be excited to know that they can tune in every Tuesday at eleven o'clock to hear the hometown hour and get some updated news, and they don't have to wait once a month. So we're excited to make sure that they they tune in uh, every Tuesday at eleven. Absolutely. And it's all about meeting people where they are and providing information in multiple outlets, multiple opportunities to receive that information. So if, you know, news maybe is not your thing. Maybe you are a Facebook or social media person. That's great. We're going to try to meet you there. If listening to the radio is your thing, we are trying to meet you there as proved by this show. If receiving a mailer with your water bill is the way that you receive your news. We are also trying to meet you there, trying to get the word out every way possible and not just one way, but multiple ways. Those multiple touches help our message stick. Well, I commend you for all those touch points that you're making happen because, uh, you know, uh, engaging our citizens and, and, and hearing from them. And really with this show, too, as we kind of roll with it, you know, we want to hear from our listeners uh, as we build a listening base and really tailor the show around what they want to hear about and, uh, you know, we'll we'll get in that groove as we as we roll along here, and uh, but initially we'll just kind of talk through the different uh, you know segments that we've outlined, and then we'll just see how it evolves. Absolutely, definitely want to provide people with the news and information that they're inform- um, that they're interested in, and answer questions. You know, when we're able to, I feel like we're a very transparent town. Like we try to make sure that. We are providing people the information. We're not keeping anything under the curtain, as it were, um, whether it's a road project, whether it's a facility that we're renovating. We're, we're here to provide you that information. So not on this segment, but at upcoming segments, if you've got questions, we'd be happy to hear from you and answer them as best we possibly can. That's right. That's right, Megan. Well, thank you for that. And um, so what else do you think we want to keep on going with? on this, this part. Well, I don't know if you've heard, but it's a big year in Morrisville. Yeah, you know, someone told me about that. You know, just just a little bird. Um, well, if you haven't heard, if you haven't been in the Mooresville area or seen all the billboards that we have or seen those social media ads or print ads that we've been doing or even heard us on the radio, because I do believe some of our um, ads for 150 events have been on radio stations we're turning 150 this year. Yeah, we are. And we're having quite the party, aren't we? We are. Year long. It is a year-long party kicked off in January with our uh, fireworks, our New Year's fireworks. And we've had four signature events so far. Got three more to go, but that's not all. Yeah. Well, how about that parade? Sergeant Stripes Parade on Maine. That was, uh, we had the opportunity to uh, really talk to Justin a little bit. Um, and uh, I had the the. the privilege of actually uh, declaring, uh, reading a proclamation on the radio and uh, 
proclaiming that Mooresville is the most patriotic town in America. And I say that with you know, pride and I'm super excited because uh, we truly are. That's a big are. proclamation. It is. Well, we, we claim it and we own it and, and it's the truth. Talk to me a little bit more about why Mooresville is the most patriotic town. And then in our next segment, we'll get more into the 150 events. Yeah, that sounds great. Well, you know, we have uh, the most patriotic coffee shop in America, Richard's Coffee Shop, and it's right there on Main Street. And one of the most patriotic civic organization is the Mooresville Lake Norman Exchange Club. And we're constantly, you know, we are a very um, veteran-centric community. We, we love really our are. veterans. We support our veterans. And we also back the blue. And I think uh, I think our veterans and our um, first responders and law enforcement they really appreciate all the support they get from uh, from Mooresville and the citizens here. So very proud of that, and we are the most patriotic town in America. You so. know what? You've convinced me. I sure believe it now. Well, I hear you. So coming up, we're going to talk more about our 150th celebration and upcoming events. We're excited for you to learn more. Wow, wow, wow. Megan, can you believe it? Our inaugural first uh, segment of our Hometown Hour that radio is show. such a majestic intro. Like, I am inspired right now. Well, welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. If you're just tuning in to us, this is Hometown Hour, um, the Moores, Town of Mooresville show with Mayor Miles Atkins and Megan Suber, Director of Marketing Communications for the Town of Mooresville. Well, we are so glad to be sitting here. And again, thanks, uh, Thanks to WSIC for uh, giving us a time slot to come to you every Tuesday at 11 o'clock. And we want to talk about what's important to you, to our listeners. But uh, until as this show evolves, we'll, uh, we'll move on with what we've got prepared for now. And then uh, content will continue to build and we'll have special guests. Uh, we're going to really build that up to have some special guests and uh, really add some real uh, value to the show. Absolutely. So before the break, we were talking about our 150th birthday. Can you with say the it? Town. How, what, what is 150? What's that word? Sesquicentennial. Sesquicentennial. It's, it's a mouthful. It is a mouthful. It kind of sounds a little bit like Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Gotcha. It does. But we have had so much um, going on this year already. Um, if you haven't caught it, I know you have, Mayor, but yeah. if our listeners haven't caught it, we've had um, fireworks, for New Year's Eve, yeah, we did. we've had a massive birthday celebration on 10, 000, March 3rd. Was it 10,000 people downtown? It was 10,000 people that was plus a party, wasn't downtown. It? it was the best birthday party that I have ever seen. And that was in March. It was Our March. official birthday. March 3rd, the official birthday. Yep. Um, we also had Liberty Park Reimagined Now, wasn't concert. that something? That was amazing. And folks, if you don't know, Liberty Park is our brand new renovated park in downtown Mooresville, one of our 17 parks with our Parks and Rec facility. And boy, is this one a stunner. Isn't it though? And Craig Morgan really put on quite a show, didn't he? He did. It was an absolute great time. And then quick turnaround, we had our Stars and Stripes on Main parade. 
Yes, that for was the great. most patriotic town in America. That we are. We proclaimed it that day on July 4th. Absolutely. And so if you've missed all of those, don't worry. We've got some more celebrations coming up on September 16th. We have the Bands, Brews, and Barbecue Festival, also going to be in downtown. And now, now it, I've heard, maybe I'm wrong, but I've heard that uh, we have a headliner band for that as well. Well, I've heard that too, but I'm not sure that we can release that okay. yet. So we're going to keep right. that one a little secret for right now. But can you imagine what's going to be there? Bands, brews, and barbecue. It's going to be a lot of fun is what it's going to be. Oh, so. those are three great things. So outdoor festival, we're going to have a lot of games and activities for um, friends of all ages. Please come and enjoy this is a free event. You're absolutely welcome to attend. And then right after that, we've got our Morseville Motorsports Celebration. Yeah, that's a big one. You know, we, we have been known as Race City in the U- USA in the past. Yes, we are Race City USA, and we, we uh, proudly uh, claim it because it's true as well. Absolutely. So the North Carolina Auto Racing Hall of Fame, this is their annual announcement of Hall of Fame inductees. Yes, and if you've never walked down Main Street on Mooresville, we have, it's the Walk of Fame, just like you'd find in Hollywood. But it's our walk of fame for these uh, these uh, stars who have uh, really transformed motorsports in North Carolina. Absolutely. And a couple big names that we're going to have this year, but can't really say no, yet. we, we got to save some surprises. So that'll be October 3rd. And again, that's a free event. Bring the family. It's a great opportunity to learn more about Mooresville Heritage, whether you've lived here for all your life or whether you're new to the area. Great time. And then we're going to finish off the year strong with classic Christmas in Morrisville. That's always, uh, the Christmas downtown is always a special time. It really is. And I've heard all kinds of things about this event. We uh, There could be lots of lights. There could be shows. There could be an ice skating rink. You never know what you're going to see. You know what I like about all these events, Megan, is the fact that uh, um, they're so kid-friendly. I mean, the kids have uh, really enjoyed it. It's truly family fun, and it's free, and and really thank the the town staff and all the hard work and time that they put into to making these events super special. They have absolutely knocked it out of the park. And that's a great point about uh, kid-friendly because I know I have young children, and so it's important that when I'm um, looking at events and things to do, whether it's on the weekends, during the week, whatever, over the summer – Make sure that there's something to keep them entertained because you you can go out to all the great breweries around here, but there's not a lot of things to do with your kids. But at that band brews and barbecue festival, you can enjoy some great local brews and have opportunities for your kids to have fun as well. So great thing. And you know what? If you don't have kids, young kids, uh, you're welcome to come. There's still great things for you to do. Um, I know at our... Th- B3, as we call it, because Bands, Brews, and Barbecues is quite a mouthful. We're going to have tailgate gaming opportunities. So get a couple bean bags, a couple of, uh, what is it called, the cowboy rope toss? Yep. Yeah, have some of those games and have a lot of fun things for people of all ages to do. Well, that's been a fun year so far, and it's uh, it's one that I, I think we'll never forget, just uh, really how you, how you bring in a celebration of 150 years I think it's going to be really a model for other communities that are looking to say, well, how do we, how do we celebrate this? But you know what's interesting, too? Um, I think um, uh, the town of Huntersville is celebrating their 150th as well, and there's some they other are. communities yeah. throughout North Carolina, um, well, within this area, within the greater Charlotte region, that are celebrating their 150 
years, and uh, it's just interesting that uh, everybody came online about the same time. 1873 must have been a good year. It must have it's been. It's good vintage. It is good vintage, absolutely. absolutely. So interesting that you, you mentioned the history aspect. You know, we've had a lot of opportunities this year to look back at history and some more to, still to come, but we are making history this year. We are setting ourselves up for celebrations, the 200th, 250. I know we probably won't be around for those, but other people will be. And one of those opportunities that we had was our Black Mooresville documentary that what? aired earlier this year. Yeah, that was a, we had a tremendous uh, turnout for that event. It, we really did. And you know, our local history and archives group, as we were coming into our 150th year, really took a holistic look of all of the information, the records, whether they be print, digital, whether they be handwritten notes, whatever that we had um, for our 150 years of history with the town. And we really noticed that there was a missing segment for our um, traditionally underserved population, our black population, and really wanted to fill that gap and take down some of those histories that had really been oral histories up to this point. Keep a record of them because as you and I both know, people aren't with us for all the time and those oral histories very easily get lost. So this Black Morseville documentary recorded those histories in perpetuity and it was recently shown at a Charlotte Film Festival well, I understand that that went over very well, and uh, it's been re- it's been really highly acclaimed and uh, recognized for its content and really, um, you know, the message that it carries. It has, it has, and something else that started history. I know you were a part of was a children's book with Parkview Elementary. Am I correct, yeah, students? Yeah, students were the third graders. They uh, came up and used the alphabet to tell our story from from A to Z. Um, every um, Every uh, letter uh, represented some something significant for the town of Mooresville. And That's I, such so a that, fun project. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. And basically, that'll be around for, for decades to come to uh, learn about Mooresville's history. And, and it's not only about our history and where, we, where we've been, but uh, you know where we are today and where we're going. So um, really exciting. Yes. And exciting what a point time. of pride for those young authors and illustrators. They now have a book that they helped write and draw and design. Well, you know, speaking of uh, young students and the impact that they can have on a community, you know, Megan, uh, this year, um, uh, Mooresville elected its third dog mayor. I heard about that. that. And uh, you remember we we had uh, the dog mayor up on stage uh, with Craig Morgan. And, uh, you know, our Mooresville Youth Council uh, is the one that's responsible for um, promoting and getting uh, candidates to... uh, you know, dogs to uh, get uh, out there, and they it's an Instagram. I think it's an Instagram campaign, isn't it? It is. It is an Instagram campaign, and uh, dog mayors must live within town, res- uh, town limits, and it is based on votes. So this year's dog mayor is Elmer, Elmer. who is English Bulldog, and he is just such a cutie. Um, outgoing mayor is Mayor Buttercup, mm-hmm. and she served the town very well in her year and made many public appearances, um, came to many of our facilities to check them out, um, ensure they are ADA compliant um, with her little wheelchair that she had, and we appreciate her service there. And we're so excited for the opportunities that Elmer has this coming year. Yeah, actually, these dogs get more votes than, uh, I know uh, Buttercup Buttercup got more votes than I did when I ran for mayor. So 
you know, there's something about being a dog. And, there's uh, something about the but, dogs. But I, I bring that up because, it, you know, it was the um, the kids at Rocky River Elementary that wrote me a letter and said, hey, Mayor, um, you know, we think you're doing a great job and all, but uh, we don't want you to be offended. But we really think it'd be cool to have a pet, have an animal as a, as a, um, as a, as a mayor. And so we took that idea and ran with it. And sure enough, um, you know, third year in a row that we have a, another a dog mayor. And I don't know that there's a lot of communities throughout the country that actually have um, an animal that is a pet. It's a great liaison I mean, a for the community. Absolutely a great way to get our message out and just kind of break down barriers. Because, like you said, people love dogs. They do. And it's, it's just been neat to, for the students to see that they can actually engage with their local government and and um, and and make a difference. And these these things with this book that you talked about, and uh, you know, with this uh, dog mayor contest and an election, uh, those are two things that the kids have really um, made an impact. All and grassroots efforts, kids too. All grassroots. That's great. Making an impact on your hometown. That's exactly what we want. Well, we're excited about this hometown hour. Absolutely. And coming up, we're going to talk about some more events and happenings going on in your hometown of Mooresville. And we are back with our hometown hour, talking about living in the Mooresville area and Lake Norman and all of the fun and exciting things that we've got going on. Yeah, celebrating 150 years and uh, lots of activities and, and things that are happening. It's a happening place, it's particularly in our downtown. It's happening there all the time. But Megan, how do, uh, how do our listeners get to learn more about all the exciting things that are going on in town? Well, there are lots of ways to learn more. That's a great question. And one of the biggest things that we hear is, well, I didn't know that that was going on, or I didn't know that that facility exists. So we try to reach people where they are and make sure that you know about all of the amazing things happening at, in the downtown area, in the Mooresville area, whether it's on in the 28115 or the 28117. We've got a lot going on at all times for people of all ages. So a couple things coming up. We have great parks and recreation program. Yeah, we do. It is amazing. We have 17 different parks. Did you know that? I do now. 17 different parks within the town of Mooresville corporate limits. And we always have something going on. And whether it's just you coming out to enjoy one of those 17 parks or whether it's you coming out to enjoy one of some of the programming that we have, we have a program called Destination Recreation. Doesn't that sound fun? Yeah, it does sound fun. And our rec department does a phenomenal job, don't they? They do. And so every Friday during the summer, our destination recreation crew comes out to a different park and has a free event. Now, while these are kind of geared towards the kids, that does not mean that kids of all ages can't come enjoy because there are some that sound really fun to me, I will say. So coming up, we have on Friday, National UFO Day. Ooh. I know. I did not know it was National UFO Day, but that's at Mazeppa Park. And if you come, you can create your own spacecraft. I'm not sure about the aeronautical standards of these crafts. We may just be flying like airplanes, but come come make your own UFO spacecraft. We also have National Ice Cream Day coming up, National Sugar Cookie Day, and then in August... Popsicle party. I am sensing a theme here. I don't want to miss any of those. I know. National Watermelon Day, Preschool Art Friendship Day, Leather Craft Day. Interesting. 
very interesting. And Elmer's favorite, Dog Day. Dog Day is going to be a lot of fun. And that's going to be at our Cornelius Road Park where we have the Jordan H. Sheldon Memorial Dog Park. Yes, we do. And it's a phenomenal park, isn't it? It is. Beautiful park. So also coming on, we have our War Memorial Pool that is open. Oh, finally. It's so hot. Uh, It is so hot. So if you want to escape the heat, you are absolutely welcome to come to our War Memorial Pool, which is open now through August 8th, seven days a week. And then starting August 9th through September 4th, it will be weekends only. The hours are Monday through Friday, 1 to 5, Friday night swim if that's your jam, from 6 to 8, and then Saturdays and Sundays, noon to 6, and it's $3 per visit, or if you buy a pool pass, that's $20, and you get 10 swims, so that is a big savings. That is a big savings, but if you don't want to, if that's not your thing, Mm -hmm. you can always come down to Liberty Park and enjoy the splash pad. Absolutely. And that doesn't cost you a thing. Interactive water fountain, as it were, very cool, um, fountain and we also have the splash pad at hope park yep we sure do amazing features and i know my child has enjoyed them i have seen people who are well over the age of 18 out there enjoying them on a hot day so great feature for the community it really is my granddaughter four-year-old Anna Lee, mm-hmm. is just loves it and uh, we have a great time going to all the different parks and she's having a blast And that's really what it's about, just exploring your community and seeing what's out there. I remember a story where um, one of uh, friends of one of our town employees lived and the 28117 had no idea that Liberty Park existed. Well, hopefully they do now. If not, I'm telling you, they need to come check it out. While they're coming and checking it out, we have a great Rock the Park summer concert series at Liberty Park. Bring the kids, bring the family. All free concerts. The next one is coming up on August 4th. That's the Entertainers. Ooh, now we had one last week, didn't we? We did. That was the cookbook. The how Sam was Cook that? Tribute. I was out of town. I was not um, there as well, but I heard it was spectacular. Oh, fantastic. And I was very sad to miss it because music is Sam Cook. That is classic. So entertainers coming up, beach music, R&B, top 40, everything else in between. Um, really diverse audience. So this is great for the kids. This is great for couples that may not have kids. This is great for anybody. Well, that's what I think this is all about. You know, Mooresville is a very welcoming community, and we try to make sure there's something for everyone to enjoy, whether you're uh, you know, new to the area or you've been here all your life. We're really trying to make it a special, exciting, welcoming place for young kids and older active adults as well. Absolutely. And that is a point that our arts and events crew made when they were talking about these summer concerts. They try to get a variety of acts. So it's not just the same kind of music at every concert, but we've got a little something for everyone. And they always try to have a specialty or fun show, as they said. And this year's fun show is the Groove Machine. Ooh, that should be a lot of fun. I know, September 1st. So Bring out your 70s gear and your hippie fun spirit, and we're going to have a great time at Liberty Park on September 1st with Groove Machine. You'll have your tie-dye shirt, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. So all of these shows begin at 630, and like we said, they are totally free at Liberty Park. And if you're not familiar with the area, please come check it out. Come see what Mooresville has to offer. The address of that is... 255 East Iredell Avenue. So it's right downtown. If, if you know the Charles Mack Center, if you've seen um, the Mill One, yeah, that great facility else. with the um, new shops that are opening up down at the bottom. New restaurants. I guess there's like four different restaurants, if not more, opening up right there at Mill One that overlooks Liberty Park. 
It's, it's amazing. And so many walking trails and ways to connect with different features and facilities in the downtown area. Yeah, there really, really are a lot. That is a huge sign of a great and thriving community is the multimodality transport and the walkability. And I know that's a, been a big priority for Mooresville. Well, we've spent a lot of, we've spent a lot of uh, resources on making sure that it was multimodal and uh, sidewalks and providing that connectivity and uh, working on Greenway system uh, to be able to provide that as well. You know, I don't know. I've heard that we've had a traffic issue, a traffic problem. But oh, you've heard that? I haven't heard that so, at all. So the more we can get people to, um, you know, ride bikes and walk and, and get around and not use their vehicle, the better. Ease some of that congestion. I like it. Yes. Well, we have so much going on, and whether you can walk to it, bike to it, or drive to it, we have so much going on in the town. We would be remiss if we didn't mention some of the library events that we have coming up. So we have summer reading going on. Have you signed up for that? You know, I have not, but let's don't forget to remind our listeners that we now have a West Side Library. Right we do. Raleigh and Williamson Road. We do. So we have a footprint in the 28117 or the 28115. You don't have to battle the traffic to get over to the main library. You can um, visit our West Branch. And are these programs happening in both branches? They are. are. All of our library programs are mixed at both branches so that we can give people the opportunity to, again, meet them where they are and provide opportunities for whatever they may be looking for. So we have summer reading programs at both branches, and you don't have to be a child to sign up for that. It's all ages, and even though it did start in June, still going on. You've still got plenty of time to get in your hours and win some good prizes, so very excited about that, whether it's picking up a book, whether it's reading a magazine, whether it's reading a newspaper, whether it's listening to audiobooks. I understand those do count. Yes, they do. You can learn something new this summer and take part in a great opportunity with the town. Yeah, so uh, the libraries play such a key role, and we have one of the best librarians probably, if not in the state, in the nation. When you say Miriam I would Wild absolutely argue job, that. She's phenomenal, and her enthusiasm and her passion is contagious. I'm so excited to bring Marion the librarian on our show in the future. Yeah, she'll be fun. She'll be a great guest to have. She absolutely will. Well, everybody, if you're interested in checking um, out all the events and activities that we have going on, you can visit on our town social media page or mortgagevalency.gov. We'll have all the information on there, and you can see what's coming up in your hometown. Well, Megan, this has been um, very informative. And it has. appreciate it for our hometown hour, our inaugural uh, show this morning. Absolutely. And coming up in our next segment, we'll talk a little bit about more exciting things being built in downtown. Fantastic. So welcome back to Hometown Hour, bringing you news and events from the town of Mooresville and surrounding area. I'm Megan Suber, and I have with me today Mayor Miles Atkins. Megan, can you believe it? We're going into our fourth segment on this inaugural oh, show. Oh, still going strong. We are. Absolutely. So we have, as we've noted, a lot going on in Mooresville area, but that just does not stop with events. We've got a lot of facility growth 
so going we have, on. Yeah, well, 2022 really brought us a lot of um, ribbon cuttings for different facilities that have opened up. Fire Station Number 6 mm-hmm. opened up a, a brand new uh, state-of-the-art police headquarters right there at 21 and and uh, Brawley School Road. Absolutely. Um, a beautiful uh, fire training center. Fire training center. Uh, how about the largest skate park built by skaters for skaters in the southeast? It it's, is phenomenal. It is absolutely phenomenal. Every time I go out there, I'm just amazed by the tricks that I see being performed. And it doesn't matter what time of day it is, what the weather is outside, anything like that. There's always people out there enjoying that wonderful facility. Yeah, it's been neat. And that was a that was a lot of fun to watch the skating community come together and get excited. I think in the, my 12 years serving as mayor and four on the board prior to that, 16 years of public service, I think that was the most engaged citizenry and uh, that we an input from the skating community of any project of what we've ever done. The skaters came out in full force, and I think they are thrilled with the with their with their park because they're the ones that design. Absolutely. And that's what community is all about. That's designing right. resources and facilities and services for the individuals that use it. Well Megan, you know, uh, people like to ask, you know, what what is it about Mooresville that makes it so special? When I got to Mooresville and realized that they actually vacuum up your leaves. You don't even I have know, to isn't bag that them. fabulous isn't that crazy. But we are a very high amenities community. And I think that's something that our staff uh, the employees of the town take tremendous pride in their job, and they really want to provide exceptional service. And really, uh, I say we're the best of America's best right here at Hometown. Absolutely. We absolutely are. We had a lot more ribbon cuttings going on in 2022. I know we mentioned a lot, but we had a lot more going on. Um, in the past year, we had the um, West Branch Library, yeah, which we, we hit on in a previous segment. We had Liberty Park, which I know is 2023, but construction was going on last year. Right. And we've got one more coming up. I'm really excited about it. It's the One Mooresville Center. The One Mooresville Center. So that is the old uh, police station um, that's next to the largest skate park in the southeast. It surely is. And so being really mindful of how we could leverage that facility, uh, we are going to consolidate and put together... A bunch of different departments all under one roof. We're creating a one-stop shop, hence why it's one Mooresville Center. We're going to have in that department, we're going to have IT. We're going to have planning and community development. We're going to have building permitting and inspections. And we are also going to have parks and recreation. All under one roof. All under one roof. And so it's really great for individuals that may be planning um, growth or development in the community. You don't have to hit one um, place and then go to another facility to get some information and get things checked off. It's all going to be in one spot. Yeah, that permitting and inspections is a big one because that's a that's a service that the county has uh, provided uh, for as long as I, I can remember. And uh, to, to pull that in-house it took us... Uh, we had to give the county a two-year notice that we were going to do it. And basically... Ooh, that's a long time. It is, and you're building a brand-new department. But the purpose is really... Um, it's going to pay for itself, and we're going to have, I think, um, what, six or nine-person um, department to yes. provide this service? Yes, yeah. I, I had the honor of sitting on a um, hiring panel for the department earlier today, and as I drove up to the beautiful new One Mooresville Center, I saw the, the fleet of 
building inspections cars all nice and new. And I'm like, man, this department six months ago was one person. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and what's important, Megan, is again, being a high amenities and service, be it service being our focus is that you can come in and like you said, it's a one-stop shop. You can come in and get uh, your all the information you need uh, from the planning department and then going with building uh, and inspections and have it all right there. And the purpose mm-hmm. is really to streamline the process, make it easier, make it smoother, and be uh, more um, attentive to, to our citizens and what they need to get whatever project they're working on to get that through the system. Absolutely. So starting September 1st, the town will be issuing permits, um, whereas Ardell County previously did that. So that's that's coming up real soon. Yeah, you'd have to drive to Statesville. Now you don't have to. Yeah, trying to make things easier for our residents. I love it. Yes, it's going to be great. So we're excited. When's the, uh, Megan, when is the ribbon cutting for our One Morsel Center that the public can actually uh, come and, and tour it and see what's going on there? Well, we are going to have that in the next few weeks. We're trying to get a couple more departments moved in, get everything cleaned up. Nobody likes to see moving boxes. So we're going to be happy to announce this on our show and also have it online and on social media and welcome the public to come check out the One Mooresville Center. Come join us as we officially cut the ribbon and start business over at our new facility. You know, I, I'm excited about that. And I think, um, you know, we talked about having special guests on and, and how we really format and move forward with this program, with this show. And I think one thing that has been really helpful when we have the Mayor Senior Roundtables, we bring in different department heads and they come in and they really describe and tell tell the folks, you know, what they do, uh, what's involved, answer their questions. And so I'm excited for our listeners to learn more about how local government works and who's behind it. Absolutely, because it really does take a village to make our town run. I know every time that I'm out at different departments, um, whether it's working with department heads, whether it's working with field staff on stuff, I always learn something new about how our town serves its residents. You know, and what's fun, too, is we've been doing a, a Mooresville Citizens Academy for for I guess the last you know fifteen plus years, oh, not yeah. longer, and uh, what a great way to really—it's um, what is it, an eight-week program? Eight-week program, um, three hours um, a week. This year, it's going to be on Wednesday nights. Spoiler alert for anyone who's interested. Uh, and the information about that will go out on August 1st. We'll start taking applicants. And the program is set to start on the Wednesday after Labor Day and run through the end of October. So we're very excited about that. Great way to learn all about town government and how the town functions and the services it provides. And I don't think there's been one cohort that, uh, and it's usually made up of about, what, 15 to 20 people? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they they are together for eight weeks, and there's not one cohort that's gone through the Citizens Academy that hasn't just thought it was a phenomenal program. And really, they become ambassadors for the town. They really do. And we also have the Fire and Police Citizens Academies as well. So if you join us for the Town Citizens Academy and are really interested in the presentations that those departments do, you're absolutely welcome to come back and join us for the Fire or Police 
Citizens Academy as well and get a little deeper dive into those departments. And I understand that we've had some people take it multiple times. Yeah, that's They been, are multiple graduates. They are. They've, they've taken all three of the academies and yes. they come back for more every time, which is fun. Hey, so, um, you know, maybe we can share with our listeners too that, you know, it takes uh, Randy Hemans, the town manager, right? And mm-hmm. so the way local government works is basically as mayor, I'm like the chairman of the board of directors. And then you have a CEO that really runs the town uh, and everyone, all the staff report up to the town manager, but he just brought somebody on board. And we just announced last week, we have a new assistant town manager. Absolutely. Sharisha Hills. We are, um, we have stole her away, if you will, from the city of Tampa, where she was parks and recreation director and doing a great job down there. Um, Had the great fortune to sit on her interview panel and she is going to be a huge asset to the town so looking forward to her joining us yeah super cool because i'm born and raised uh, uh in tampa and so to have someone come up and my understanding is this is quite surprising that what we have over 500 employees that work for the town of mooresville mm-hmm. and her department uh was larger than all of the town of mooresville employees it was. And it so was. So she's, she's going to have no problem fitting in. That's right. So we're looking forward to what she's going to bring to the to the town and really helping Randy and as we move forward. And we have another great uh, assistant town manager, Ryan Race. So we're so fortunate to have a great leadership team at Town Hall that um, really helps maintain and really uh, sets, the, sets the bar for um, being a high amenities community, uh, really... Um, enhancing the standards and expecting the best. Absolutely. And on our next show, I would love to talk a little bit more about um, how people could join the town if they are interested in finding a a place where they can feel at home and serve a hometown and also um, provide a high level of service for their neighbors and community members. We have lots of opportunities at the town and also in future shows. I'd like to take some questions. I think we're ready. I, I think, you know, so if you do want to call in uh, to the Hometown Hour and you want to hear, uh, have us try to work through some of your questions that you may have, you know, everything's on the table, I guess, when you're on radio, but it's, uh, you want to call 844-STUDIO, that's S-T-U-D-I-O-4. Absolutely. Number four. Absolutely. 844-STUDIO-4. And like I said, we are all about communication, trying to get the information out there and trying to answer people's questions the best way we can. Yeah. So give us a call on our future shows. And thank you so much for your time today, Mayor Atkins. Well, Megan, it's been a pleasure. It's been a lot of fun. I think you've you've done this before. There's no question. Once or twice. This is our inaugural uh, hometown hour on WSIC. We're super excited. And uh, We look forward to uh, being back with you next Tuesday at 11 o'clock for the Hometown Hour. Absolutely. Happy Tuesday, everyone.